Hi there, healthy family. Join our thriving weight loss community. Get access to exclusive member meetings where you'll find encouragement, accountability, and valuable insights to fuel your journey. With convenient Zoom meetings and just $4.99 per month, achieving your goals has never been more accessible. Start your transformation today. Join us for our healthy member meetings and support group right here on Facebook. Healthy friends, welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Life with me, Coach Ashley, and the wonderful Coach Monica. Hey, y'all. So, Miss Monica, as I was telling you before we started this episode, the sickness has hit our house once again. I can't stand the flu season. <laughs> My daughter has the flu. I think I'm getting strep. So, if I sound a little throaty, that's why, and I apologize. But unfortunately, yeah, the, the sick has hit us once again. Oh man, we cannot escape this sickness. And Mm -mm. I'm just running so hard. I'm washing my hands continuously. I'm Mm -hmm. doing all the spray hand sanitizers, the gel hand sanitizers. I'm just so afraid of getting sick again. And I don't want to. The flu season is not my favorite. No, absolutely not. And I'm afraid that I'm having entirely too much caffeine because I keep drinking tea for my throat. That's okay. You can never have too much caffeine, at least in my world. (laughs) Right. I can just stay up reading books. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So for today, guys, I wanted to talk about, you know, as we move in further into the year, I think it's a really good time to revisit those goals that we set at the beginning of the year. I think it's natural for some of our goals to evolve and change. Sometimes they can change entirely as we progress. And I think that's okay for our goals and our ways to change. But what's important is to take a moment to assess what we've done so far, assess our progress, assess our goals, of course, celebrate any progress that we've made. And I think we need to reflect on what we've done so far and what didn't go as planned. Yeah, my favorite word, reflection. I, I'm i the biggest believer in that when we set our goals or intentions at the beginning of the year, We set them in a vacuum. And I know that we've talked about before planning for the setbacks and the roadblocks. And you can do that as much as you want, but that's not Mm -hmm. always the case. And so because these goals and resolutions were set in a vacuum, you're creating them in the sense that everything goes your way. And now that we are in February, life has already happened. Life does not stop. (laughs) Work does not stop. Careers children, family, whatever. And so it's really important to go back and revisit and reflect and figure out how far have I come since I set these goals and what do I need to do to pivot and make some changes so that I can stay the course. Right. So I want to maybe make this a step-by-step kind of analysis to figure out, okay, we've made those goals. We've set those intentions. It's time again to revisit those, see how they're going. So I think we can do this in a few series of steps to figure out what's going on. And step number one is assessing the progress. Like I kind of said in the beginning, if we want to reflect on our goals that we set. So when we look at those goals, let's take a look at what the progress is that we've made so far. We can identify those areas where maybe that progress isn't as far as what you expected. Maybe you didn't get where you wanted to be at this time. And maybe you have, maybe you've reached beyond that and you need to set more challenging goals. Maybe Mm -hmm. you set this one specific goal, like you want to walk every day for 30 minutes and you have far surpassed that. That's amazing. So now you need to 
whatever it is, whether you're not where you want to be or you're past where you want to be, you're right where you want to be, you just need to assess that. Whatever the case is, I think the key is to approach this with an open mind and the willingness to adapt. We most Mm -hmm. definitely have to adapt to how we go about these goals. Yeah. And there's two key pieces there during the assessment is one, your progress. And like you said, you want to assess how far you've come, you know, if you wanted to walk or I know a lot of people had a goal this year of drinking more water. So if you are already hitting, let's say your goal was 60 ounces and you've been hitting that continuously since the beginning of the year, you shouldn't just sit in your comfort zone and say, I hit it. I've checked it. Check it off the box. Nothing else to do there. You should, in terms, be figuring out what is my next goal on top of this. 60 ounces was the beginning. Did I also cut out the soda that I wanted to cut out? Or do I now want to challenge myself to drink 60 ounces of water, but only half of that is with water enhancers and half of that is just plain water or sparkling water? And so finding ways to build upon the goals that you set for yourself and that you've already achieved is amazing because you don't just want to sit within your comfort zone. You want to always be challenging yourself to move forward. Otherwise, you're not going to grow. We've talked about this. You don't grow when you're comfortable. So I think that's a really important piece here. The second piece of assessing is if you haven't hit your goals and maybe you haven't hit your 60-ounce water goals, now you can start figuring out, okay, do I need to baby step that back a little bit? Should I start to think about wanting to drink 40 ounces a day And then once I hit that goal, I can add in another 20 ounces and go to 60. Am I Mm -hmm. trying to just do this with plain water, but I know that adding some lemon or lime or maybe half of a water packet will help me to reach my goals. It's all about figuring out where you are now and what you need to do to achieve the next goal, whether that is backpedaling just a little bit. It's okay to go backwards as long as you don't stay there or figuring out how to progress forward and get out of that comfort zone so that you can truly start to push yourself towards the next big thing. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that backpedaling or backstepping. I feel like, because myself included in the beginning, I feel like when you think about doing that, you feel like you failed. Well, okay, I didn't reach that. And if I'm going, you know, quote unquote backwards, then I am not progressing. But I don't think that's the case. I think that's the same example as how we say, okay, you've set your goal weight, but you should break that down into smaller steps. It's not like, say you have 60 pounds to lose, but you just focus on the first five or 10 in the beginning. That's not backpedaling. That is breaking down that goal to make it more you know, easier, make it feel more reachable. So to me, that is most definitely not failing or not giving up. It's making it more achievable so that you have smaller goals to continue working toward. I just think that's super important. And I'm so glad that you brought that up. Yeah. And the foundation work is what's so important. And we, yes, we've talked about setting these big lofty goals that you really have to reach for, but it is okay to say, you know what? My goal was a little big for the season that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. Let me break that down into smaller chunks so that I don't feel like I'm not achieving the things that I hope to achieve. And that is perfectly okay to backstep. And That also ties into the fact that I've been talking to a few members within our member meetings that have had a regain in the past month or so. And I know that it has been quite frustrating. But again, that goes into what we're talking about right now is you need to go in and reflect on your goals, reflect on the work that you've done and figure out how to adjust. Where were there some key moments where you went back into those old habits of 
overeating or maybe not moving your body or not getting enough sleep. Again, y'all, sleep is important. Oh, yeah. And all of those things, ultimately, all of those bad habits led to the regain. And so using this of adjusting and revisiting your goals will help you pinpoint where you started to break the chain of the habits. And that will allow you to get your head back in the game moving forward. It absolutely does. And you actually brought up step number two. So step number one was assessing your progress and step two is adjusting them. And again, you have to recognize that it's okay that some of your goals may need adjusted. Sometimes they need just in, adjusted or sometimes they might need completely and entirely changed. It just depends on what that goal specifically was. But it doesn't mean that you haven't reached your goal or that you failed. Like I said earlier, it just means that maybe the wrong goal was set. Maybe it was set too far. Maybe it was set too strongly. Maybe it means that challenges were faced, but you just have to consider what impacted you know, your progress. There are usually, if you dig deep enough, you can find the reason that you need to adjust your goal or that maybe you didn't reach that specific goal. One of the factors I can think of is you just have new interests. Maybe you set a goal of walking on the treadmill or weightlifting or something, and you realize, you know, this is just not an interest of mine. I need to find another activity that I am actually interested in. Maybe your priorities have changed. Maybe you thought that you needed to add more activity, but in fact, you should probably focus more on your diet and your nutrition instead. These interests and priorities can change all the time and that is okay. Again, I don't believe that that is failing. I think that is part of the adjustment process mm-hmm. and, and just figuring out what is going to work best for you. But ultimately, I think one of the biggest important things is that you need to be flexible and open-minded in this and adjusting your goals. Being open-minded is going to be super key because if anyone remembers One of my favorite quotes, anybody that's been listening, I'm going to throw it out there again. Be stubborn about your goals, but flexible about your methods. I think you should always strive for that goal that you want, but you have to keep in mind that the way that you get there may have to change. It's okay to change your method to get there, but always keep your goal in mind. Just be adaptable and flexible. I love that. And I always love whenever you use that quote. I think (laughs) it's it's so... It's so important to remember that there are lessons and so many learnings in the journey. And I love that you said your interests may change because that's so true. We get to this point where we see that everyone is doing the weightlifting thing at the gym or everyone is doing the, what is it called? The stair climber. Is that what it's called? I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. The stair climber, you know, or maybe some people are doing the elliptical or the bike. And so you see that they're doing that and it seems fun. You want to start doing the weightlifting, but then you start doing that and you realize this is not an interest of mine. This is not fun. This is not the way that I choose to move my body. And so you start to figure out what works for you. And maybe that's swimming. Maybe that is walking around your neighborhood and enjoying the fresh air and the sunshine. Mm -hmm. And I love that you need to be flexible and adaptable with your goals. Going into this new year, I had all these goals for myself. I wanted to wake up early in the morning and go to the gym. And I'm still working on getting there. (laughs) I have not (laughs) been to the gym. I had goals of doing the 75 hard challenge again this year. And I ended up taking a new position at work and I had to be adaptable and I had to work on being flexible. And so I started to focus on the food that I was consuming more than moving my body. And I know that the other piece needs to fall into place. But all I did was shift my goals around. And I said, I'm going to focus more on the things that I'm eating and what I'm drinking. And eventually I will get to a point where I will be able to incorporate my movement in again once I establish a routine, a healthy and happy routine. 
Discover the power of community on your weight loss journey. Our Zoom meetings connect you with like-minded individuals dedicated to wellness. Benefit from expert advice, share successes, and conquer challenges together. At only $4.99 per month, invest in your health and join our supportive community today. Right on Facebook, Healthy's member meeting and support group. And I think it's important to note, like as we say, you know, adjusting or going a different path, I feel like you can also fall into this never ending loop of, okay, well, that didn't work. Let me try this. And that didn't work. Let me try this. And then you kind of feel like you're failing because you're not reaching any goals. And I think at that point, because again, vicious cycle, constantly never reaching any of your goals, that's where you have to take a look at the goal that you are setting for yourself. For me to set a goal of, I don't know, being a marathon runner, it's not going to happen, y'all. So I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to set that goal for myself because I know that that personally is not achievable. So if you're constantly feeling like you're failing, constantly feeling like you're never making any progress, take baby steps. It is more than okay to take baby steps, especially if you're in the beginning stages and not sure what you're doing. I think that's a huge thing to look at is especially if you're feeling like you're failing is just taking those baby steps. Mm-hmm. And a little bit ago, you mentioned learning, which is actually step three in this process is learning and growth. I think the purpose of setting goals is to be used as a tool for personal growth. We use these goals as kind of this indicator of where our progress is. If we set measurable goals, then we can measure our progress. And from there, you can learn and grow. I love how I didn't actually know what the next point was, but somehow I keep tying into the next one. You always know. (laughs) We're so in sync. But yeah, learning and truly finding that awareness within yourself is so important. And I was just talking about this before we started recording that y'all know I I love learning. I am going to forever be a lifelong learner. And I, I went to the bookstore this past weekend and I picked up two books, one on focus and building a sustainable daily routine so that you're not feeling burnt out with all the things that you're doing, aka decision fatigue, which mm-hmm. I have decision fatigue on a daily basis. And the second one was just about your body and learning about your body and the data and using that to drive decisions. And I know I say let the data drive the decisions all the time. And not only is that something I use in my weight loss and wellness journey, I use that in my career of we so often just pick a goal. We pick a goal. And I was talking about this last night. We're recording this on a Monday. I talked about this in my Sunday meeting last night that why is it that everyone's goal is I want to lose 100 pounds? Granted, I'm not knocking that because that was my goal. <laughs> right. But right. I feel like everyone just automatically says, I want to lose 100 pounds or I want to lose 75 pounds. But you're not letting any of the data drive the decisions. You're not looking at the number and saying, you know what, if I lost 75 or 100 pounds, I probably wouldn't be as fit as I need to be with my muscle or I wouldn't really be as comfortable as I am in my body as I think I should be. Or like you said, I want to be a marathon runner. <laughs> but you know that you barely even like walking for some people. Yeah. And so it's like you have to let the data drive the decisions and you have to learn what your body is capable of and how much further you can push yourself without reaching burnout and without and with uh, staying within the limits of your goals and your boundaries and everything that you want to achieve without reaching this burnout period. 
Oh, yeah. And I think having the willingness to learn means that you do continue to learn more about your body. You learn more about your interests. You can learn more about your goals and the way that you go about them. And, you know, I feel like we can learn from all experience. We talk a lot about learning from setbacks or learning from challenges and adjusting and moving on from there. But I also don't want you guys to forget that you can also learn from your successes. You know, from success, we learn what went right instead of constantly learning about what went wrong and how to change it. Most definitely, you have to focus as well, if not more, on your successes. Figure out what went right so you know what you can keep doing. I think, you know, we shouldn't always be focusing on the negative, always focusing on the setbacks. Let's take some time to focus on the positive too. I think we can emphasize the value of adapting our goals based on new insights and experiences in our lives too. Mm -hmm. Celebrating the victories, both big and small, that is huge. And that gives you that motivation. There's that word to be consistent. (laughs) There's that other word in order to Mm -hmm. keep forward. And it really breaks my heart when I see people say, I've only lost five pounds or I've only lost two pounds or I was only able to go to the gym once this week for 20 minutes and then I had to leave. And if you look at that as a success, last week, you maybe lost zero. And this week you lost two pounds. Amazing. Celebrate it. Last week you went to the gym, not at all. Or maybe you pulled into the parking lot and you got intimidated. So you went home. This week you went for 20 minutes celebrating those things and realizing that it is not a failure if you only lasted 20 minutes. That's actually a huge thing. Most people don't last five, 10 minutes at the gym because you don't know what to do. And so we have to stop thinking about all of the negative things or what we were unable to achieve and start to praise ourselves and really prioritize the things that we have done well and celebrate those victories big and small so that we can use that fuel to continue moving forward and to continue adjusting our goals on a daily basis. Right. And I'm that word, that word only, it mm-hmm. brings back a memory of mine. Some, only The word only can really feel degrading sometimes. Like you said, I only lost five pounds. No, you didn't. You lost five pounds. Mm-hmm. That is an accomplishment. It reminds me back in like, gosh, 2015, I think, I applied for a job to our local bank and I got the job. We had to go to a training. And in this training were every level of employee from the face of the the bank, the not just, the bank tellers, and then you had <laughs> you had directors and loan officers, you had everybody in there. And in this training, we all had to introduce ourselves and what position we were coming into. And I heard, you know, right beside me was this way high up director. She had just got the job to be director and this loan officer beside me. And then it came to me and I was like, well, I'm just a bank teller. And the director turned to me and she's like, don't you do that. You are not just a bank teller. You are a bank teller and you are the face that people see when they walk in and you are just as important as anybody else here. And that stuck to me. That, mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, guys, that was 2015. How long ago? That was nine years ago. And it still stick, stuck with me. So when I hear people saying things like, well, I only did this this week and I only did that. I want to mm-hmm. yell. You did it. You didn't only do it. You did it. You know, you accomplished it. And so if you remember anything from today, at least remember that, you know. Yes. Every every bit of progress, no matter how small, how big, anything in between, it is still progress. So don't degrade yourself like that. Don't you talk to my best friend like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. Oh my goodness. That is so heartwarming because, you know, you don't always get people who are in higher up positions that are 
pouring into people that are saying, oh, well, I'm just this, I'm just that. And they're, usually they're looking at you like, well, yeah, you are. But it's so, <laughs> it's so nice to hear that that person really took the time to pour into you and say, you are more than that. And oftentimes we forget that we are more than that number on the scale. We are more than yes. the amount of times that we go to the gym. And we are the face of the bank. We are our own face of the bank. And that story was just another reminder that words are so powerful. Both the words that you speak about yourself and the words that people use to pour into you, they are so powerful. And it is all about perspective. And if you came out of that meeting or that training and you let what that person say to you go in one ear and out the other, and you still saw yourself as just a bank teller, then that would have started to show in the work that you were doing. You were just there for transactions. You were just there to do this and that, and it didn't really matter to you because you were just a bank teller. But I can almost guarantee that because you heard that saying of, well, obviously it stuck with you nine years later, but because you heard you are more than that, you are the face that people see, then that allowed you to carry yourself with your shoulders and your head held high with more pride of, you know what? I am the face. And when people come in here, they see me. They don't see the directors and the managers and the the loan officers. They see me. And so I am going to give them the best experience that they can have because at the end of the day, they're going to remember my face, good, bad, or indifferent. And if we carry ourselves like that in our weight loss and wellness goals of I am the face, And when I step outside of my house, people are going to see me good, bad, or indifferent. So they're either going to see me talking and walking and acting poorly towards myself, or they're going to see me pouring into myself every single day. When it's hard, when it's easy, it all depends on you that side of the coin. It absolutely does. And I I love how you can do that with my stories. It's absolutely beautiful. And so, you know, try to be the face of your own story, of your own journey. I mean, you know, people see what you give them, you know? So if they see you celebrating, all right, I lost half a pound this week and I'm celebrating that, you know, that can go so much further than you know, not celebrating at all or degrading any kind of success that you had. But yeah, I think that's a wonderful story. And I hope that sticks with everybody because it definitely, it stuck with me. And now, and now you're sticking with me. <laughs> through this. I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't know, I don't know how I do that. I just hear your stories and it's like a you're natural pops in my head. <laughs> yeah. Such a natural. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> so step number four is moving forward. I think in moving forward, we've got to stay committed. You know, first and foremost, no matter what you have accomplished, what challenges you faced, anything and everything, you've got to stay committed. You've got to stay committed to personal growth and well-being and even through the challenges. And I think you'll probably find that you are going to have to set new goals at some point or Mm -hmm. at least adjust your goals. Obviously, as we're talking about today, at some point in your journey, you're almost definitely going to have to readjust or set an entirely new goal. But I think that's what keeps pushing us forward. If you're working for the same thing for a year and a half and nothing is working, you know, you're going to lose motivation. You're not going to want to stay consistent. You've got to keep things fresh and fun for yourself. I think the perseverance and determination, it's got to be strong. You know, it has to be strong to push us to keep moving forward. Yeah, staying committed is key. And you're not always going to see these results overnight or even sometimes in a month, two months. 
I, even being four, almost five years into this journey, sometimes I'm like, man, where are the results? (laughs) I don't see it. (laughs) But staying committed to the journey is what's so important. And when you truly commit to yourself, just like you would to a relationship or a career, when you commit, hopefully, I don't know, I don't know about y'all, but I give my all. I pour everything into whatever I'm committing to. And so keep that same mentality when it comes to your weight loss and wellness journey. Commit, throw your all at it. And when you need to pivot and you need to change and adapt, do that. When you reach your successes, find new goals. If you feel like you're struggling and sliding behind, adjust them to meet you where you are. It's okay. It is okay to have setbacks. It's okay to have success but you have to stay committed along the journey. You absolutely do. And again, don't feel like you are failing because you have to change it up. It's it's not failing if you are constantly striving for something, constantly having this goal in your heart and in your mind and working toward it. I just want you guys to remember, you know, the purpose of setting these goals, it's not just to achieve them, but it's a way to grow and learn along the way. This is all such a learning process for all of us. I mean, I don't know of anybody going into any kind of journey like this that already knows it all. And if you do, then props, guys, props, because I sure did it. I am still learning (laughs) to this day. So if some of your goals didn't work out as planned, you know, don't be discouraged. You can use it like we say, use it as a learning opportunity. Don't forget to assess along the way your successes and and learn learn not just from successes, but also setbacks, like we said. The most important thing is really just to stay committed, no matter what it is, no matter what challenge you're facing, no matter what goal you are adjusting, staying committed and staying consistent and just adapting so that you can strive towards being healthier and better for yourself. And just remember, y'all, that we have been saying adapting and adjusting Mm -hmm. and staying committed. We never said start over. Right. And a lot of people think I need to start over. I messed up. I got off track. I need to start over. We didn't say anything in this episode about starting over. We Mm -hmm. said adjust, adapt, remain consistent, remain committed. So just keep that in mind. It's not about starting over. It's just about figuring out a new way to come at it from a different angle. Yeah, can we start a new trend? No more restart, no more start over. Um, we're readjusting, mm-hmm. we're adapting, we're being flexible. Let's start that, please. Yes, <laughs> no more starting over. Yes, absolutely. With that, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for the next one. We'll see you next time. Bye, all